Good evening, Deep Six Pro Wrestling Podcast fans. I am joined by M from Level One Games, Popped in Plains, New Jersey. Randy and Tommy from Back Sports Page. Well, One the fans <laughs> know the drill. Let's get this show started. Why don't we? from the champion. Oh, 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 Good evening, Deep Six Pro Wrestling Podcast fans. How are you all doing? I'm joined by M, Randy, and Tommy. This is the last show of Week 19, Episode 35. And guess what? This is the go-home show, the go-home podcast show, leading into AEW All Out this Saturday night. M, this is like... This might be Christmas Day for you this Saturday. I dude has bloodshot eyes. He already cost the bucks. I'm in Disneyland right now, so (laughs) I'm I'm done, man. I'm happy as hell. But really quick, I I made a promise in my fantasy football chats, uh, um, and Tommy, I'm I'm thankful that you're on tonight because I I, no offense, guys, but out of the three of you guys, I think Tommy can best answer this question. your fantasy football picks, uh, quick tips. Uh, who are you go to guys this year that uh, maybe you might be able to help out somebody that might be watching right now? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there is, uh, you know, this year is kind of one for just we don't know what's going to happen. We don't even know if they're going to get through a full season. But there's a lot of players out there that a lot of people are overlooking. Joe Mixon had a really bad season last year, kind of picked it up towards the end. I think with Joe Burrow in that offense. He's going to have a good, a really good bounce back season. Uh, Mark Andrews for the Baltimore Ravens. He's kind of one of those sleeper tight ends, uh, kind of top five kind of guy, but he is a great red zone target. Lamar Jackson is going to utilize him a lot. And somebody that a lot of people are kind of overlooking because of his age, Tom Brady. I mean, talk about a great offense that he's in, especially with Leonard Fournette just signing there. Uh, I, I don't see how you couldn't, you know, he's kind of the guy where you, you pick him and put him in and leave him. And I think he's going to have a really good season, even with his age. Interesting. Randy, uh, I'm not too sure if you're football minded, but uh, Randy, uh, your thoughts on uh, Daniel Jones this year really quick. Uh, Daniel Jones is a quarterback since I do cover the Giants. Uh, I know a lot about. I think Daniel, as long as he, Joe Judge is working with him on his fumbling issues from last season that was his big issues across the giants about three or four different games was just mental errors but you have to remember too the great quarterbacks peyton manning even eli manning and some of these other great quarterbacks their rookie years they were very high on turnovers it just takes time to work through those i think daniel jones is going to show improvement and take the next step i think not next year, the year after is when you're going to see Daniel Jones become an elite quarterback in this league, but it's, it's pro it's, it's progressive. And the key for the giants is going to be the offensive line. As long as they give Eli, I'm sorry. <laughs> see, I'm so, I'm so, uh, I'm so, so trained for Eli Manning. Years. Yeah, I know, I've been saying for 16 years already, as long as the offensive line will give Daniel Jones the time to throw the ball, to find the targets, he's going to be fine. And I also think, uh, 
I also think that the key is going to be the, the amount of time the offensive line is going to give Saquon Barkley to run the ball. If you cut down the amount of throws that Daniel Jones is going to have down to maybe about 25 throws, his percentage is going to be much better. And when you have a stud running back like Saquon Barkley, it's going to make life a lot easier for Daniel Jones. Tommy, really quick, I'm going to put you on the gun, uh, hot seat really quick. Um, best running back that's not Christian McCaffrey this year. That's a tough one. I like Kamara. I really do like Kamara. I think he is one of those kind of undervalued guys for what he brings to the table. I know he's one of the top five running backs in the league, but he's definitely overlooked for the production that he brings. Can get you out of the backfield uh, with the pass catching. Obviously can run between the tackles. Is a great outside burst guy. I really like what he does for that offense. He gives a nice uh, safety valve to Drew Brees. Uh, He's got to be my pick. Uh, Randy Hot Seat, your top wide receiver this year. Oh God, uh, <laughs> Cortland Sutton. Yeah, you can't. You, or, or, or I also like the kid from New Orleans, the one who's going through the contract dispute right now too. He's another one who's just. Uh, uh, Tommy, help me out. Michael Thomas. Yes, Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas is an amazing receiver for the New Orleans Saints. I, I like him. Drew Brees has made him a star. And I, you can't say anything bad about him. He's just a good kid who's – and I also like Hopkins. Hopkins, you know, it's a shame that the Texans moved them, but Hopkins is another great wide receiver in the NFL. You can't go wrong. Either pick. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much for that insight. Legends League fantasy football that I'm in right now. There's some tips for you. Roll with it. But we are here to talk wrestling. We have a, a big week. This is uh, the last big week for the next uh, couple weeks until we have New Japan coming up uh, later this month. But uh, it has been a bit busy, busy week in wrestling. And then, then as soon as New Japan starts, it's going to be more like a, another busy month. Uh, but it's it's been a, a busy couple weeks. Um, AEW uh, wraps it up for about two weeks or so. And then it's going to get busy again. Anyhow, um, we're going to do some predictions, why don't we? So we're going to start with the first match. We're going to run down, uh, starting with uh, Young Bucks versus Jurassic Express. Um, This could very well be the opening match of the pay-per-view. As we've noticed, that Dynamite looks to be opening up all their Wednesday night shows with tag team matches. Uh, We see that the Young Bucks and Jurassic Express versus SCU and Private Party yesterday. So that was a 4-4 and and the winning team faces each other at all out. So that was Young Bucks and Jurassic Express that won last night in the opening match in Dynamite. So that's how we got to Young Bucks versus Jurassic Express for this uh, Saturday. M, this is for you uh, to start off with. Who do you got winning this match? What do you think? Uh, you're setting up a title match for the next pay-per-view. I- I'd say the Young Bucks. So I, I say um, FTR versus Young Bucks later on. In the year, maybe November, is that the next pay per view? I think Revolution. Yeah, and um, that that's where my money lies, man. If I had, if I was a betting man, which I'm not, because I have really bad luck, <laughs> that's where I would place my money. You know, so that that that's my pick for this for this uh, match. Awesome. Listen, I'll be the first one to tell you that uh, the t- the tag team of the Young Bucks last night were I liked the edge that they had. I liked seeing them aggressive, borderlining a little heelish there because Kenny pissed them off. 
Yeah, can it? Well, can it? Not can it? Well, no, I, no. Uh, hang hangman, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Hangman. from the week before. Hangman, hangman pissed him off. But like, one of the things that I think has been missing with the Young Bucks is they come out like the Rockers every single, every single week, and with you know, high fiving, always happy. And I just like seeing a little bit more edginess where they're not, where they're just being more aggressive, being a little bit more. Um, Emma's favorite word, heelish. Heelish a little bit. I know. I, I think. Uh, I think it, it was very good. And look, the Jurassic Express. We've been saying for a while they've been waiting to get through the pandemic to get Jungle Boy that big win. And I think that uh, we're we're coming out of it now with the live crowd being there. I would not be surprised to see an upset here to see the Jurassic Express pull one over on the Bucks, and and and, and get a win, and then see the Bucks go you know nuts afterwards and do a, a post match attack. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I think you can still get to that FTR Young Bucks match with Jurassic Express winning. You know, we talk like you just mentioned, you know, Jungle Boy deserves that that big win. He's I think he's one of the best in the ring in the, you know, in the, in the whole company. Uh, and I think that, you know, if, if they do get this win, it'll give him a lot of momentum going into the next pay-per-view. But uh, if I have to choose, yeah, I'm going to go Jurassic Express here for the upset. Um. I got a question for you. Um, is this for a number one contender match? I don't think so. I don't believe so. I don't see them. Okay. I don't <laughs> see them dropping a, 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 a okay. match so, early to, to what is Jurassic Express. Uh, I, don't get me wrong, guys. Like I would love to see an upset because sometimes this is too predictable. I just don't see it. It, 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 it logically speaking, I don't think they're going to give Jungle Boy that that win yet. I think they're going to do it later on down the road when we have more people. And that's the thing that I was complaining about a couple of weeks ago is, is that holding pattern. I, I don't think we're completely out of it. Um, I think we're still twenty five percent capacity is exactly that. So they're they're probably going to give us about twenty five percent effort on the on these storylines. Uh, eventually, <laughs> we'll get where we want to want to go but i don't think we're there yet not not with we need screaming rabid fans in the audience and we're we're just not there yet so i'm i'm thinking the young bucks i'm le- i'm leaning i'm 60 40 i'm 60 percent young bucks win so i'm leaning more towards young bucks over Jurassic express uh i think if Jurassic express gets a win here i don't think it's going to be clean uh to no fault of them uh, or due to any alliances or anything, I think somebody may come out and um, distract uh, Young Bucks and cost them the match um, so they can go that route where Jurassic Express can get a win there too. But he- here's a question. If Jurassic Express gets a win, what's next for them? Do they get a title match? Does it put them uh, oh, in first yeah. place in the rankings? I think Jurassic Express will get a title match. There are going to be a couple other tag team title matches between now and by the time they get to Young Bucks and FTR. I certainly hope so. Yeah, they will. I, I think so. I, I, listen, I think right now... You still got September, you still got October. I, I think right now you're still obviously still forgetting about the best friends. You're still forgetting about uh, <laughs> Proud and Powerful. You're forgetting about some of these other teams. Look, the Jurassic Express, when you when we talk about tag they're, teams... They're due. They're due a win. Well, it's not they're due a win, but not only that, but there's a bunch of other tag teams. We're just talking about the Nightmare family before we're talking about Jurassic Express. 
We're talking about Dustin and, and QT Marshall before we're talking about Jungle Boy Wait, and Luchasaurus. You put them above Jurassic No, I'm I'm not putting I would, them above. No, yeah. Yeah. I'm not I'm not putting them above yeah. it, but I'm just saying when we're having the conversations about the tag teams of AEW, we're not even bringing up the Jurassic Express. We're bringing up the Nightmare Family before we even bring them up. I'm Which not telling weird. you I'm not what well, it's it's it is weird. It is weird because they're a very good tag team. But at the same time, this is what we're doing right now. And and not just us four. I'm saying in general, when we're talking about AEW tag teams, the dinosaur family over there is not even really being bought up. We're talking about <laughs> we're we're talking about, you know, some of these other teams. We're even talking about, you know, Griff Garrison and uh, Pineapple Pete before we're talking about <laughs> <laughs> before we're talking about uh, the, the, the jungle family over there. So, mm-hmm. look, I think the tag team division in AW is is very, very fierce. And, and that's my biggest problem with two singles guys holding the tag team championship right now. now oh. If you want to go by I'm, I'm looking at the rankings here. Um, if you want to go by Which make no sense, rankings, by the way. <laughs> um, let me see. Which I was afraid you, of. You got you got the um <laughs> you I called it. You and I called it. The first time they did the rankings, we called that. You you got you got uh QT Marshall, National Nightmares at six and two. Uh Jurassic Express is right underneath them at six and three. That is insane. Um, the, the Young Bucks, believe it or not, are six and three. Um, best friends, fourteen and five. Well, Ooh, they they yeah, wrestled they a lot through the yeah. pandemic, uh, but that all counted. FTR seven and zero. Uh, so they're in the they're in the top five. So. Gotta love those dark matches, baby. <laughs> Gotta love those <laughs> dark matches. So, this is twenty twenty <laughs> in a nutshell. When the <laughs> nightmare family, when, when Dustin and QT Marshall. Are about <laughs> guys who were there from the beginning. Like, don't get me wrong, they were there from the beginning, but they weren't a tag team in the beginning. Ah, twenty twenty. Stop, stop messing with me, please. So, you <laughs> gotta believe. You gotta believe that uh, we're looking at uh, Jurassic Express uh, and even the National Nightmares or uh, Best Friends. Well, uh, one, if not two of them, are gonna get a tag shot between now and November Revolution for sure. But that, that's another thing. It's like we'll, we'll have these rankings, but then we'll give if, you, if they're going by rankings. Sometimes yeah. they pull out a number one contender match out of nowhere. Just out of nowhere, exactly. I like the Battle Royale. We're going to talk about it a little later. Yeah, and would be nine and zero on on guard right now. <laughs> Perfect, <That's>... baby. <laughs> you're, the, you're the Griff Garrison of the group. Exactly. I need mean, without, without the hair. Without the hair. <laughs> To shave me in the back. <laughs> Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara in a broken rules match. So the stipulation here, if Matt Hardy loses, he has to leave. No stipulation if Sammy Guevara loses. The stipulation is if Matt Hardy loses, he has to leave. So in listening to Living the Gimmick podcast, uh, one of my favorite podcasts, they were talking about the possibility that if Matt Hardy loses... It's just his character that's going to leave, and he'll probably use one of his other characters. Uh, and what do you think about that? Ah, this one is so predictable. This one is one hundred percent. You know, Sammy. This has uh, Sammy written all over it to win. This, no, Sammy's winning. No, I, I, I think Matt Hardy's winning. I don't think they're going to go that gimmicky and say, "Hey, Matt Hardy's gone." Hey, Hardy Matt is back. Like I, I don't see that happening. At least. I hope that's not the case because that would be hokey as hell. But you, you never know. This is a wrestling industry, so stranger things have happened. But I, I'm going to put, again, uh, I'm not good at this, but I'm placing my bet on, on Matt Hardy, man. Uh, I, don't, I don't see him dropping this match. 
Well, I know not uh, sorry to interrupt you, Randy, but we also got to remember that Sam Guevara stood tall last week with his win in the tables match. So it's it very well logic. could be Matt Hardy. Wrestling logic. Never well, um, you know, Tony Khan earlier today was praising on how much Matt Hardy has actually given to AEW. Uh, not to try to spoil that, but he's been a very big contributor behind the scenes, just like guys like Christopher Daniels and uh, other guys like that. So, look, I think the there's always a point, too, where Matt Hardy has always talked about taking those next steps of working in the wrestling industry behind the scenes. Maybe this is his way of putting himself that way. You know what I mean? So I, I, I think uh, it takes to be a very, very fun match. These gimmicky matches always seem to go very, very well for Matt. I uh, remember he, he one time fought Bray Wyatt and we're, we're jumped on a lawnmower and was the mower of lawns. <laughs> so, you know, he, he's a, finds a way to always be very, very, very creative. I, I just think Sammy not having any stipulations on him if he loses opens the door to, to Matt winning because, <laughs> like, like M says, wrestling logic. Yeah, I a hundred percent agree. Uh, you know, I have I have Matt Hardy winning. My thing is is, you know, I was I was kind of disappointed in the tables match. I thought, you know, going into it, there's only about ten minutes left in the show. It seemed like they kind of rushed to a lot of spots to get everything going. You know, with this one being kind of a no holds barred match, you know, as we know that, you know, Matt is leaving if he loses. I hope they get a lot of time to really, you know, just, just go out there and, and beat the hell out of each other. Because we've seen in their interactions, I mean, with the you know, the chair shot that started this whole kind of rivalry, I guess, or at least turned it up to another notch. I mean, these two will and can beat beat the hell out of each other. And I hope that that's what they do this week. But I'm going to go with Matt Hardy as well. All right. Is Wayne going to go with Matt Hardy? <laughs> I mean, listen. Somebody's um, got to be the, the person. Sammy Guevara stood tall the last show. Um, so, you know, it, it could make sense that Matt Hardy's going to win, but like I said, um, like, like Randy alluded to, you know, this could be his way into doing something else. Uh, so, you know, or Matt Hardy could just drop what he's doing right now and use one of his other gimmicks, you know, and go hokey that way. There's a couple ways you can go here for sure. Dark Order versus Matt Cardona, Scorpio Sky, and Natural Nightmares. Um, listen, based off of last week, Dark Order is just starting to catch momentum. Brody Lee just got that TNT title. They didn't do too much uh, on uh, that I can recall uh, last night. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but. Uh, to me, Dark Order's got the uh, got a little momentum here, and I think you got to give them the win, despite the fact who you have on the other side with Matt Cardona, who we don't even know is officially signed or not. Um, so who do you got? I got uh, this is a good one because it could go so many different ways. Uh, it, uh, you know what? I'm gonna go with Dark Order, but uh, like like you said, sixty forty. Be, because you, you, Matt Cardona is there for just a couple of appearances for the moment. For all yeah, we, we know, know five. Yeah. yeah. For, for all we know, they give him the win to kind of entice him to stay. Uh, it's a it's a tryout. What is it? A tryout contract. I I I really hope they don't give him the win. Like you said, um, Dark Order needs this momentum. Uh, they 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 just got it. I, and then I was the, one of the first people that that it blew my mind. I was jumping up. 
and down on my chair. I love this stuff when the, when the bad guys like get the momentum. It makes the story that much better. So for them to start dropping matches now, come on, you, you still got the whole. Listen, we have the the numbers. All right, don't start get, taking losses when you have all that momentum because that this that's exactly how you lose that momentum. So I, I honestly hope that Dark Order just uh, annihilates the other team. That, that would make such a difference in my eyes. And really quick, who takes the pinfall if Dark Order wins? QT. It's got to be QT. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I, I would like not. You know, I, I want them to beat somebody better, but it's, they're right. They're more, more than likely, <laughs> it will be QT. <laughs> and I'll tell you why they're not going to do that because Scorpio Sky, they're trying to build. Exactly. They want Cardona to stay. Uh huh. And Dustin's like, my brother's name is Cody. So <laughs> I think that's my dad's the way. name is Dusty. <laughs> <laughs> Look, no, in all seriousness, I look at it in two ways. Also, they can also. Now tease Cole Cabana being kicked out of the Dark Order because they can. So if he, if they actually Dark Order takes a loss, it could be Colt taking the loss and Mr. Brody Lee starting that little parting of the ways with Cole Cabana too. That's just another idea that you could throw in there to build another story. Because again, Tommy knows this that uh, uh, Tony Khan has been very big with trying to build stories, and you know you have to loop. In one with the other, obviously, Mr. Brody Lee's and the Dark Order is going to go back with Cody once he re- gets back from filming his movie. And once he's back doing that, then you're going to need for other things to do. We don't know when Cody's coming back. I think they said it was going to be up to one to two months of Cody off of TV. So I, I, they need something to do. So the Cole Cabana thing is interesting. But the Dark Order also, you know, the, you can put some people out there to take a take a loss for the Dark Order that won't stop the momentum of Mr. Brody Lee and won't stop the momentum of uh, of Uno. You know, it won't stop that. Just but they have other ways of doing it. Um, I do think the Dark Order needs to keep the momentum going. And QT Marshall, look at the end of the day, he is the fall guy. You know, <laughs> he is the Sammy Guevara of that team. I hate to say it that way, but it's the truth. The workhorse. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. Take that. Take that L. <laughs> take the loss. <laughs> take that L. No, but uh, you know, honestly, when I look at this, you know, we talked about the last time I was on the show when we talked about AEW, how great the Brody Lee segment was when he won the TNT title. I mean, he, the squash match that he had coming out, it really just made the entire unexpected. group. Yeah, exactly. Unexpected, and you know, the attack after where they attacked the Nightmare Family. You know, they attacked Arn Anderson. They attacked Brandy Rhodes. It was great. It was it was some I praised it. You know, it was the best segment of the entire week for me. I just don't know how you cannot give Dark Order the win here. I think, you know, even the way I see it going, I'd love to see a squash match. I'd love to see them beat them in less than five minutes. I think, you know, with Cardona and with Scorpio Sky on the other team, it's kind of tough because like you said, you know, we've seen Scorpio Sky kind of get a little bit more momentum since the the match against Cody. We've seen Cardona, you know being a new guy into the AEW ranks, he's done really well for himself. I just, I just don't see how dark order cannot get this win here. I think with Brody Lee being the dominant force that he is and being the TNT champion, you said Stu Grayson's been doing well. Evil Uno has been doing well. I just, it's, it's tough for me to see any possible way where dark order doesn't win this match. And hopefully, you know, they do it in convincing fashion to really continue to build the momentum for that team because they have the chance to be, the hottest act in wrestling. 
there's there's no reason for uh, Dark Order not to get the win here. You got to keep that momentum going if you're trying to build a strong faction, especially on pay per view. Like I, I, I'm paying what is it, fifty bucks? Even though Randy's paying some of it, but you know that that it's such an important is that going company. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but. Uh, if you're going to have them win a match, let it be on pay-per-view. Let it be that moment where people are there, they're paying, <clears throat> excuse me, and they it, it shows that they've arrived. Yeah, no, it's that's look, look, the Dark Order when it first started, M, you and I were talking a lot about on how it's, it came out very very hokey and I think Mr. Brody Lee when he came in, it brought some more legitimacy to it. 100%. And, and so if you're going to add legitimacy like that by having a, a guy who's established from a different company come in, making it look like it was a crossover for the longest time, you need to help build that so much more. So they have to be dominant and they have to be dominant for like maybe a two or three month span. And so when they finally do take that loss, it's a big deal. It means something. And exactly. And right now, a lot of the, some of the things that AEW does, maybe just because they were in a holding pattern for so long, it makes it feel like some of the losses, like Lance Archer took a big loss to Cody for the TNT championship, and it doesn't seem like he ever really recovered. But meanwhile, he's taking people and throwing their heads through ceilings. <laughs> through the ceiling. But, but he hasn't gotten a big win yet. Yeah. So... I, I think that this is one of those matches that you can pay off if they ever do get around to doing the blood and guts match. Um, you know, having a the nightmare, <laughs> <laughs> having the nightmare family with Cody returning and getting them that big win and that, you know, kind of stipulation match. I think that would be a good idea. And and also with doing that with the blood and guts, it also will stop it from being the inner circle versus the elite again by yeah. putting the dark order in there. It changes it up. It makes the story more fresh. And you can always put the inner circle back in there at a later point. Yeah, totally. 100%. We got the 21-man Casino Royale. Winner gets a um, future title shot and a number one contender. Um, well, it seems to me that a couple guys have been primarily featured here, uh, throughout this build. I don't even know who all 21 of the guys are. I know who about nine of them are, but, um, we got, um, cage that's in there. He's been, uh, featured as part of this build. Uh, could he go on to win this match and get a second title match and eventually win? Who knows? Uh, Lance Archer has been heavily featured. Uh, I feel like, um, he might be the one to do it, even though he doesn't need it because he's high in the rankings already. Um, M, have at it. What do you, what do you think? I'm going to go. Who, who wins? That is so tough because ha- half of the, the Battle Royal, I don't know who's in it. Uh, the only guys I know were the guys that were featured on Wednesday. Uh, if I had to pick, and, and this is my pick out of a random, a random pick out of a hat, I'm picking uh, Brian Cage, man. From what uh, Tony Khan said uh, months ago was that he was strapping a rocket on on his back. He was going to strap a rocket to, to Brian Cage's back, and he was going to shoot him to the moon. So if that's the case, and we've just been waiting for people in the audience, I, I guess this is the, uh, the start of that. Uh, that's my logic. Uh, but remember, wrestling logic is not my logic, and it could be totally different. We, we could have Darby Allen win this thing and uh, just make me angry. I don't know. 
Oh, you're going to make you angry. That's yeah, my pick. I love Darby <laughs> Allen. <laughs> I, I, I have to go with, uh, I have to go with Lance Archer. I just think because Jake did a, a great promo with him. I think it was two weeks ago when he made a comment. He said, we, you know, we had one step up and one, one misstep against Cody. And if he said, it feels like we've been looked over. And I think, there's a little bit of truth in that promo and i you know archer and moxley have worked before in new japan and it they know each other i'm not gonna say it's gonna be a five-star classic but i think it's still could be a bar burner yeah it could be it could be the next the next step and the next big challenger uh do i if you're gonna ask me if i think that they, they should move away from the mjf thing so quickly i don't think so but obviously they're, they're already promoting this person's going to get the next title shot. I think it's going to be Archer because I think they just they built him up as a monster so much and he's not doing anything. And I think they, the cage cage, they, they're, you know, as we heard from Khan today, the FT, FTW titles, they have plans for it. So I don't think it's going to be cage because they already have other plans for him. The next logical choice would have to be Archer because you look at the rest of the lineup, unless you start throwing some names in there that are big names that we don't know about. I don't know who else it can be. Than like like uh, um, like last time, the last pay per view, Brian Cage was a surprise entrance. Uh, in that, um, uh, what what was that? The chip? The what do they call that? The, 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 it was it was the um, the the chip. It had the chip. It was the, it was yeah. the ladder yeah. match. The and he used the ladder and, match. Yeah. yeah, he was the surprise yeah. entrance. So who's to know that there could be a surprise entrance? Right. That person wins. I just hope I just hope he throws Darby like a dart again, like he did it last time. That was that was so funny. He threw him right into the ladder. All of a sudden, M was I M called me. Goes, did you see that he threw him like? A- Dude, that's how you throw midgets at a bar. <laughs> it's like not that you've ever done that before. I know, I'm little. <laughs> no experience. We we, we digress. <laughs> Oh man, you're hurting me here because I I love Darby Allen. I I really do think he has uh, a good chance of winning this match. I don't. It just depends if they want to continue the the Allen and Cage story. I think we've seen that been going for a few months. Uh, we could see Billy Gunn win the match. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but no, if I had to, if I had to choose somebody other than. Then <laughs> jump in that time machine, baby. Exactly. Billy Gunn and his son are going to win this match. No, but I, I agree with you. I think if it wasn't uh, Darby Allen, I think Lance Archer is, is the right choice here. I think, you know, he's been looked like a monster the past few weeks. You mentioned him throwing uh, the guys in the back of the locker room, like through the ceiling and everything. I just think they need to give him something to do. And like you said, Cage has the FTW championship. We heard on uh, Tony calls, Tony Khan's media call today, that they're going to try and do something completely different with the titles compared to other titles that you see uh, across other promotions. So I think that they have a good idea of what they want to do with him. And we could see that with, you know, a cage and Allen uh, combination, maybe Ricky Starks turns on Taz and uh, Brian cage somewhere down the line. I really do think if it's not Darby Allen, it's got to be Lance Archer. Yeah, I, I really can't disagree with either of you guys here. Uh, Lance Archer has been the one that's been heavily featured in this build. Uh, I feel like this uh, 21-man uh, Casino Battle Royal has been built around him, Brian Cage. Uh, I don't think I see Darby Allen. I mean, getting you know, if he if he wins, are they going to have him fed to Moxley a second time? I, I don't see it. Um, so I have to rule out Moxley there. I think um, Darby Allen, like you mentioned, uh, is going to con- uh, continue with Starks for sure. 
that looks like where they're headed and, and you know and then cage uh, i have to go archer i have to go archer too i think uh unless it's a surprise engine we don't know about I'm telling you, you're going to hear the Brock Lesnar music and everybody's going to mark it out. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. No 90-day complete cause for him. Yeah, yeah right? he don't care. <laughs> AEW Women's Championship, Hikaru, Sh- he, uh, blah, Hikaru Shida versus M's, one of M's favorite girls, Thunder Rosa. And let me tell you, Thunder Rosa, I was kind of surprised that she had somewhat of a high-profile matchup against Serena Deeb this close to All Out. Uh, great match that they had on Dynamite. Thunder uh, Rosa looked uh, very good. I'm surprised that maybe she didn't get on TV a week earlier. Uh, but it is what it is. She looked great on uh, Dynamite. And uh, in my opinion, uh, Hikaru Shida's uh, biggest opponent yet, probably. Thunder Rosa. M. How about uh-huh. it, man? Dude, what do you think? This is like one of my dream matches. When uh, Thunder Rosa first signed with NWA, you can ask everybody. I was pissed. I was like, I wanted her for for AEW so bad. Now I get my wish. Dude, this girl, she can wrestle. And she's not like the other ones that that, uh, Hikaru just like demolished. This is going to be a legit good match, man. It's going to be wrestling at its finest. I can't wait. Unfortunately, since uh, she, Thunder Rosa is signed with NWA, we can kind of sit there and predict this one with certainty that Sheeta will retain. But listen, I'm excited regardless. Like Again, she should have signed with AEW. I would have been ecstatic. Randy, what do you think of that? Listen, uh, again, also hearing from what Tony Khan had to say about the relationship with NWA, this may not be a one-time appearance. Um, oh, they, they, they do have a good working relationship. Uh, Billy Corgan and Tony Khan are friends, and it, they're they're helping out the NWA by featuring some of their talent right now uh, on their shows. And he's also given a lot of the NWA talent the, oppor- the opportunity that if AEW wants them, they will work out either a share a shared deal or he'll give them a full blown release to sign with AEW. With that being said, what this would not be a bad thing for Sheeta to lose the title here to to keep the cross promotion going because it helps the NWA to have AEW show up on their show as well. Yeah, definitely. Oh my so, god. So like I'm again, I'm going out there. I'm not. Like you said, we can pretty much see that she is probably going to retain here, but it's fun in this situation to say, what if you can do that and have a cross promotion with AEW and the NWA? Oh, I would. Oh, my God. It raises the stat. Like, you know, people don't realize how good it is to be a wrestling fan right now. It's yeah. not with WWE. Yeah, New Japan, which my, 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 my compadre above me right now is very, very, very big fan with. AEW, which I, that's like my bag if I'm, jump, and I'm jumping on conference calls just so I can hear what Tony has to say. A, uh, sorry, uh, Impact Wrestling is coming back and it's they're doing very, very well rebuilding their brand. You have Ring of Honor, who's starting to come back with uh, new pro- with new footage, a new product for everybody. And then you have the NWA, which, again, that power set that they do is so different. It's such a good time to be a wrestling fan because there's so much variety. It's better than watching Roman Reigns super pa- Superman punch everybody uh, for the one millionth time. Well, hold on, hold on, Randy. You talk about you, a favorite. Yeah, you, <laughs> you, you went there. I, I have to tell you, the Roman Reigns... The Roman Reigns experiment is is fresh right now, so let's Roman not rip Reigns it to shreds just yet. 
We have to discuss your you definition of Roman fresh. Reigns with Paul Heyman. It, you know, I'm, I'm willing to give it a chance. You should have been a heel turned heel a couple of years ago. But uh, I, I digress. Uh, really quick, uh, Tom, right before we get back to you, for those of you guys that are watching, feel free to give us a like and a subscribe. Share with your friends. We've had quite a number of viewers uh, tonight. Uh, so uh, make sure that uh, you guys are sharing this. And... Tommy, uh, back to you. Um, we were uh, talking the women's championship. So, who do you got winning this match? Do we get a surprise win with Thunder Rosa uh, getting the win here, or is Thunder Rosa just there to help the depth of the women's division for Sheeta to have opponents? Um, what's happening here? What do you th- who do you think wins? I mean, Randy brought up a really good point with uh, the conference call here in. Uh, Tony Khan talking about the working relationship that he has with Billy Corgan and NWA. We see, we've seen uh, competitors from other promotions come in and win titles that are not a part of the, the main promotion that they're on. Even with AEW's world champion, John Moxley, he's the IWGP United States champion. He hasn't defended it in a while because of New Japan being down. But could you imagine how great it would be if Thunder Rosa came in, took the AEW Women Championship off of Sheeta, and she defends it, you know, on a semi-consistent basis. I don't know if that's going to happen, but knowing how good of a relationship Corian and Khan have, it would not surprise me. So I'm I'm honestly going to take Thunder Rosa here. I think she is a fantastic wrestler. She is so good in the ring. This match is going to, in my opinion, steal the show. I think this is going to be, you know, one of the best matches we see all year. So I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Thunder Rosa here. This could very well be the women's match of the night. But imagine this. Thunder Rosa with the win and her taking that belt onto another show. Yes, we've we've wanted that for so I mean, so many people have, you know, threatened to do that. CM Punk did it with, you know, the WWE championship when he threatened to go back to ROH. <laughs> Obviously, you know, that was never gonna happen, no. but I you know, how great would it have been if they actually would have let him defend that in a different promotion? That's the dream, man. Listen, <laughs> we had Nick Aldis uh, yeah. with a ring, a ring of Honor, so it, it is very possible. Next up, M. I know you're. This is one of your favorite topics. This could very well be the match of the night uh, for AEW All Out this Saturday night. Uh, we have the FTR two very combustible elements. Uh, we have a couple scenarios that could be going on, but we have, um, I'm sorry, excuse me, let me backtrack a little bit. Uh, yeah, FTR versus uh, Kenny Omega and Adam Page. So uh, there are combustible elements amongst that tag team who are the current EW tag team champions defended against FTR, who's been on a roll. Um, I believe their record is 7-0 right now. Uh, and this could very well be Christmas Day for you. Uh, you have been waiting for months for a turn. We've been talking about it at Norsham each and every single week. What do you think? Dude, I, they can go so many different ways with this storyline. I just want progression. That's all I want, and I'm so excited that we're on the cusp of something. Uh, we've waited patiently. Throughout, throughout, uh, I will take that back. I wasn't very patient. I, I, I <laughs> no. every goddamn week. No, you have not. But <laughs> we are right there, man. We are about to take this jump, and I'm excited as hell. Is he going to be a bad guy? Is he going to be a good guy? Is he going to be like uh, the alcoholic 
that's like an ugly alcoholic that's like, oh, I cannot wait. And it's going to be great. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, uh, you know F- FTR is winning this one. 100%. And it's going to take us into the uh, roller coaster ride. Uh, if anything, this is the start of the line at Great Adventure. We're right there, man. And I'm like flipping out. It's going <laughs> to happen finally. God, it feels good I- to be alive. Yo, and you better hope that this match is like towards the middle of the card or later in the card so that yeah, your store is closed. Oh, yeah. Don't get me started on that. Listen, we, we closed yeah. at 8 o'clock. I already, got, I already got the manager working till 8 o'clock so that I could set up. And I, yeah, I'm ready. you got to have that plan because you know AEW likes to do tag team matches first. They could pull a fast one and do no. a tag title match and go in hot. But uh, I don't think they will, though. Break Listen, my heart. Benny, only, what do you think? The only person who might know how excited M would be the person who does his laundry because his shorts might be. <laughs> <laughs> They're a different color. <laughs> look, at the end of the day, um, look, this the, Ken, the Kenny Omega interview was was a great setup for uh for what's going on. And Hangman coming out with the red eyes and stuff like that. Like the one thing I think they're not exploring as much with Hangman Page is the issue he has with alcohol i but think, I think it, that's I, th- I think they ha- well i think they have, have to, to they have because, to like but, but that but well one he's always drinking except well, well, he did something thing. out of the norm last week costed his friends a tag match oh and right. there's remorse there but there's so many issues randy i'm sorry but but but, but em, if you remember back when they were on the jericho cruise that's when this whole thing started this whole thing started when or it was like the first uh first dynamite of the year when they're like, is the elite coming back? And pay- Hangman Page goes, I'm not going to go in the ring. Like, yeah, he didn't and, want anything to do with it. Yeah, and then when when the when Matt Jackson and uh, Nick Jackson threw him out of the elite last week, you and I were just sort of like, dude, the guy said he wasn't going to be in the elite. If you're watching being in the elite, he's been trying to leave the elite now for six oh, months, seven God. months. Yeah. So I'm just you know just looking for con- you know continuity in the storyline. But either way, M's finally getting his wish. The Cowboys will be riding off into the sunset this 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 Saturday without a belt, without a tag team partner. So I think it's gonna be FTR all the way, baby. But dude, there is continuity because he wanted to be out of the leap, but they were still his friends. At the end of the day, they they have been they have been through a lot together. So there is that continuity there, and he betrayed them. Yeah, it's, it's Tommy. It's 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 Christmas time. God, where are my presents? I mean, we, <laughs> this is your present. <laughs> <laughs> this is all you get this year. Right? <laughs> twenty twenty, baby. Naughty boy. <laughs> uh, no, I mean we talked about it last time I was on. Hopefully, it's not Cole. It's gonna be Cole. <laughs> Michael Cole. <laughs> oh no! no. <laughs> the big dog. <laughs> What could be any worse? Yeah, exactly. What could be worse? It's, it's boss time. It's like God. Everyone was broke the TV I'm last sorry, time that happened. Tommy, go on, go on. <laughs> I mean, you know, they brought up great points. I, I just don't know how FTR doesn't win this match. They've been building it so well. Um, you know, the inevitable. Kenny Omega versus uh, Hangman Page match is going to be great. This is going to be one of the best matches on the card, too. You know, and brought up. Oh, for sure. I think, um, you know, with with everything going on with the storyline progression, I just, you know, FTR is one of the best tag teams in the entire world. Kenny, Kenny Omega and Hangman Page are some of the best wrestlers. 
But like we said earlier in the show, it just doesn't make sense for singles wrestlers to be holding the tag team titles. And FTR works so well as a tag team, bringing in Tully Blanchard and having them be, you know, his man, their manager with the tease of them doing another, you know, four horsemen or whatever we called it last time, the four, the four guys with horses. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I just, FDR's winning this match and it's, it's going to be, I like, you know, we talked about betting. I'd put everything I have on FDR winning this match. Oh yeah. Okay. So <laughs> a couple scenarios we've seen a teased heel turn with Kenny. We, we noticed he's been a little unstable the past couple weeks. Um, we have noticed the relationship with Hangman uh, and uh, getting along backstage, having some drinks with FTR. So there's there's no secret there. So we got a couple scenarios, but the scenario that nobody's talking about is what if um Kenny goes heel? What if he turns and FTR stays face, and Hangman goes over there? Um, what, what do you think of? I don't see it. Uh, no. FTR definitely listen. FTR is, <laughs> is there a possibility that both uh Kenny Omega and Hangman eventually turn heel and join FTR? It's a possibility, but before I answer that, it, it it's something I wanted to say. FTR is with who? Tully Blanchard. Yeah, and we know that Sean Spears is kind of hanging out with him too. Exactly. There's no way. 110%. They are heels, man. They beat up an old dude like a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky Morton sold so well for that spot. And there's no way you can sit there and say FTR are the good guys. They may have acted good in the very beginning. They are full heel, man. They beat up the old dude, and uh, they're probably going to beat up a hell of a lot more people and do dastardly things. A and hell I, of a lot more old people. They yeah, take them all out. <laughs> I am down with it, man. It's like, what is it? F the old people. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, there's also a point of it. There's also no part you're missing, too, is I think there's also more to the Tully Blanchard Arn Anderson relationship that might be t- leading into a Cody heel turn that's putting them with the FTR and then Hangman Page as well. But that one I don't see because he has his own stable already. I don't see him going heel unless the whole family goes heel. They could slow burn it. They could slow burn it. I just don't see it. Not yet. You have to just throw this. Because I've heard that that idea out there that Cody turns heel and you put him with with them because of Arn Anderson. Or or Anderson turns on the Rhodes family again, like he's known to doing in the past. And that's what I see happening. That's what I want to happen. That would again that that would be my my second present of the night if that happened. Come on, I, listen. I don't think you're celebrating Christmas. You might be looking for Hanukkah because you want a whole bunch of different presents here. What's the German? Uh, what Krampus? <laughs> Krampus is coming. <laughs> I am Krampus. How did Krampus we get come here? For the naughty kids. <laughs> How did we get here? He doesn't deliver presents, man. I took two years of, or I took like six years of. Yeah, he, he doesn't, doesn't deliver he, no presents. Yeah, he puts kids in uh, sacks. He's <laughs> yeah. ultimate heel. I'm down with that. Beats them with sticks. Exactly. <laughs> Krampus, baby. This is <laughs> Krampus is the this? ultimate heel. Has anyone seen the train? Because I think it just went off the tracks. <laughs> so I think we could all agree that FTR is getting the win here. Yes, yeah, yeah. okay. FTR is getting the win. No, it may very well not be Christmas Day. 
don't 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 come on. But, like the quote what I'd if read. they just lose the tag titles and this and this just starts just the continuation of a split up eventually? Why you got to throw the rent? What what what, <laughs> what if what what if um what, what if, if they Omega? Uh, what if they retain? I, I don't see that happening. But I'd what be if, everything what if I have. Omega, Omega, and um, Adam Page <laughs> get a return match and lose the return match, and then we see a turn. See, you are the true Krampus. I was right <laughs> there, man. You're taking it away. It's just an it's just an idea, you know. If they decide to go 50-50 booking, you're, you're throwing it into the universe. Are, are they going to wait that long? I mean, it's a pay per view. Like, what's the point? Are they going to do it on no. a random episode of Dynamite? I just I just don't I just don't see that happening. I just don't see how FDR doesn't take the win here with how much they've been building this story and how you mentioned you know FDR is undefeated going into this match. Yeah. I just don't. I don't see them losing here, especially on a major pay per view like All Out. Yeah, no, that's I, true. That's true. But where do you where do you place the Kenny Omega versus uh, Adam Page match? Uh, you put that on November, I, right? I, yeah, well, I think, so you need to I, do something here, yeah. to bridge between now and November. Right, but there's one thing that you're. But how how about a return match in October, and then the turn happens? No, I think there's there's something else with it. I think there's something else with it too. I think. FTR wins the championships, and I think there's. I think the Young Bucks cost Page and Hangman the belts because Page because they cost the. Uh, and you know what? That could be your. That could be the heel turn right there for both Omega and Hangman. Right, and then it turns into Bucks versus Hangman and Omega for the number one contendership, and then that's when everything starts really. Yeah, that, that, see, I like that. That's good. That's a good idea there. I'm here all week, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Randy, go right for him. Randy. Yes, sir. And that essentially turns FTR face. No, it doesn't because... We're not going to have a heel versus heel match in November. No, but I look at it like, looking at it like this. I'm no, saying... No, I think you would keep Young Bucks uh, face. They haven't really officially turned yeah, heel. I think, I think Omega... Yeah, exactly. If they that match, they'd be heels, wouldn't they? You're, you're a heel at that point. You're, that's yeah. a heel move. Right, but the, the thing is, though, FTR is still heels. You're not taking away their heat. Yes, but it, you're taking it has, It's it, one of those things. It's one of, No, but it's one of those things. It has more to do with Hangman because you, you can take the FTR factor out of the breaking up of the elite. Baking, if you're breaking up the elite and having the Bucks versus uh, Page and Omega... The FTR can also go on to something else and be b- bigger heels. They can do some other things, and I, you can always go back to it. But the problem is, it's FTR has to look strong in this match. They Let have me, to win without interference. If they, you can't say you're the best of the world and then win by interference. This is that. That's like that other company type stuff. Do not <laughs> it that track. Well, I think they could have some interference and then wrestle for a few more minutes, and then they do a heelish move to finish it off. They, yeah. Exactly, they can interfere, but it cannot be the conclusion. It can't. Okay. It will destroy everything. And I, I, I hope that they didn't listen to you. And they're like, "Oh wow, Randy's these ideas great." <laughs> Changing the the card right now. How <laughs> Randy? I, I, I like my. Idea. I like my idea. Our biggest fan, Randy, brought in a really good suggestion. We're going to use it Tony, on the show Tony, here tonight. Tony Khan's like, oh, my God, I love it. I love it. I, I, I'm going to use it now. 
that's what I like so much about this tag team feud is there's a lot of possibilities and there's other layers to it and uh, other other components, meaning uh, wrestling talent hovering around the storyline, too, as well. Who's going to go where? Who's going to turn on who? Um, so th- it, probably one of the more compelling slow burn storylines uh, in AEW going uh, right now. Um, but. Switching gears, we'll bring it down just a little before we bring it back up. Um, we got Britt Baker versus Swole. Britt Baker can walk, everybody. Oh, yeah, that was obvious for a while now. So Reba comes up to Susie that didn't watch. Uh, Reba comes up to Tony Schiavone offering a box of pizza uh, during his interview with Swole. Reba interrupted uh, Tony Schiavone's interview with Swole, that is. And then Brink Baker uh, nails um, with the crutch, nails Swole from behind, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, all of a sudden, miraculously, the first time Britt Baker can walk and move around in, uh, what, three months? Um, it looks like uh, apparently she uh, Britt Baker is officially ready to go in her match against Swole, uh, which I believe is in the buy-in, they said. Um, your, th- your, your thoughts on this really quick? I, I, I see Britt Baker getting the win here. Yeah, I, I see Britt Baker getting the win. It's also a cinematic match. It, it, it's going to take place at her uh, dentist office. Or uh, did I say that right? Really? Yeah. 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 Tooth and nail match is what they're called. Yeah. 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 It's tooth and nail match. I didn't realize it was in the so office. That, yeah. that tells me a little bit that maybe she can walk, but I don't think she's uh, 100% ready to wrestle in the ring yet. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's safer yeah, it's to sit there and, and, and do the cin- cinematic route as much as I hate cinematic matches i will tolerate this one because i understand let's give it a chance aew doesn't go to that well too often like exactly. wwe was exactly. for a while yeah exactly so you know what like i said i'll give them the benefit of the doubt i don't expect a, a masterpiece but i think it'll be somewhat entertaining like i said i, I love uh swole's energy she's got charisma and it, it's hard not to root for her uh and baker what could i say man she's she's come along as a heel and uh her character development has been phenomenal oh, Exactly. So you know what? It, it, it's going to be good, and I think it's exactly where it needs to be. It's in, in the buy-in. It, uh, so if it's not that good, I at least didn't spend fifty bucks on it. <laughs> yeah, you know, to go off that, you know, one of the things that Tony Khan mentioned. A lot of people are kind of upset with the fact that this match is on the buy-in, and I, I think, I think that you know what he said in the show is he called back to the original. Uh, double or nothing pay-per-view where they had MJF, they had Hangman Adam Page on the buy-in. You know, having those big stars and it really, you know, it brings people in to say, okay, well, if this is a good match, I'm going to want to buy the whole pay-per-view because it's on free, you know, it's on their YouTube page, it's on their Facebook page. I think this is going to be a really good match. Like you said, it kind of, you know, pushes away the limitations that uh, Britt Baker has in the ring right now because she's still recovering from her injury. I like Big Swole here. I think she's, you know, a really good competitor in the ring. But Brick Baker with the numbers game, I think we could see Penelope Penelope Ford. I think we could see Reba get involved. I just think the numbers game is too much, and so that's why I'm going to pick Brick Baker to win this match. Listen again, it's on the buy-in, and like Tony Khan said, give it a chance. It's something different. We're doing something. They're doing something totally not them, and <laughs> it's 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 going to be uh, very very interesting. And he's very very proud. And one of the things that I got the feeling he was saying is he really wants this women's division to grow. And I think um, the, it's centered around Britt Baker, and the, the, 
they just need to get her healthy. And this is a way for keeping her involved without being 100% to go. Next up, we have uh, Jericho versus Orange Cassidy in a mimosa match. Did I say that right? Mimosa mayhem. Mimosa mayhem. Okay, I was missing something there. Yeah. The new money in the bank match. Yeah. Um, Orange Cassidy gets a win here. What do you think, Em? Oh no, I'm I'm shooting with Jericho. Uh, you, you don't you don't think aren't you think Orange Cassidy is gonna take the swim? Over Jericho, somebody's going in that. Someone's going in that pool of the bubbly and, and that orange <laughs> juice. I, I really hope <laughs> it's not Jericho taking the the fall. I mean, he hasn't won a major pay per view match and what two two pay per views already. He lost the titles to Moxley, then he lost the the big match, uh, the Stadium Stampede to the Elite. I think uh, at this point you got to give him one. I, I think it's way too early to to be pushing Orange this hard. Uh, it seems it's it's getting to the point where it seems like the other company shoving something down your throat. Uh, I I don't want it to get that way, and I don't want to feel like that on Wednesdays. So I I really hope it's uh, Jericho taking this the, this win. He needs it, and I think uh, he needs. I, I wouldn't say credibility, but uh, consistency at, at this point. You, you gotta you gotta get some wins, man. The meaningful wins. Not like uh, Wednesday and Joey Janela. I think Jericho takes the win, but at the end of the night, he goes into the big orange champagne thing. I think that's, that actually makes the most makes, sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of I sense. I like that because yeah. somebody's taking a swim in there. And I, 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 I have trouble to believe that Jericho's not taking a swim in there. Oh, yeah. I, I just I just love how they try to highlight the fact that, you know, winner can win by pinfall submission or going in like somebody's going to win the match by, you know, a normal pinfall or, you know, hitting a code breaker or something. I as much as I want Orange Cassidy to win. I just I don't see him walking away with this because I mean, either I think it's split 50 50. I think either way, you know, you talked about how Jericho hasn't had a credible win. He hasn't in the past few months, but I also still think that he's that big of a name to where if he takes the loss, he can, you know, recover. He can still have those good matches that we've seen. And I think Jericho's kind of, you know, not been the Jericho that we saw when he first came into AEW for the past few months. But I think if he gets the win here, it'll kind of, you know, restore that credibility. In Orange Cassidy, you know, he's the king of sloth style. You know, he gets a major pop every time he comes out, even without fans, I think. You know, he's still one of the, the best acts on the entire show. So I think he'll re- retain that, you know, pop that credibility. He'll still get the same kind of reaction that he would when fans come back if they were there. So that's why, you know, Jericho, I like I like your idea there that Jericho goes in somehow. I think they both end up taking a swim in the mimosa or, you know, whatever the combination is there. But, man, what a ridiculous match stipulation for somebody who came <laughs> up with the money in the bank i mean what, what is this and when they first announced it i was just like this is the first time i've ever like been you know what the hell is going on with aew i mean it was just just something complete I, I get that they're trying to be different but that is too different too t- exactly <laughs> a little too yeah. different for me you're you're one step behind the hog what was it the, the, the hog pin match yeah <laughs> harry godwin's gonna come out here <laughs> and throw him in there yeah it's like we're one step behind that. 
I, I think I think Randy booked it best here. Yeah. Uh, Jericho somehow gets the win, but uh, still thrown in. I could expect maybe best friends coming out and uh, toss them in there I can see uh, before Inner Circle can get to them. But, uh, well, we're going to start bringing the plane in for landing, folks. But before we do, just to remind you guys to give us a like, subscribe, and please share this with your friends, as your wrestling fan friends. This is the AEW prediction show for this Saturday night. It's a big show. Make sure you're sharing it with your friends. And also, as a reminder, as listed right on the bottom of the screen, we are available on YouTube, Twitter, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. And you can also visit www.backsportspage.com for all your sports news uh hey football season's happening very soon you're gonna catch some information on there with backsportspage.com and uh don't forget to check out level one games m is our point of contact there um m uh you want to describe a little bit of uh what your uh, level one games is really quick uh, we do new games, we do old games, retro games, uh, and we do uh, TCGs, which are Pokemon, uh, it's Magic the Gathering, you know, we hold events, uh, we watch wrestling, obviously, and uh, that that's pretty much it. Awesome. And, so, and uh, I'm sorry, Wayne, also too with BackSportsPage.com, we post the shows as they're going live, so you can actually watch these shows live on BackSportsPage.com. Shameless Sorry. plug, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> you can see Tommy. You can see Wayne. You can see myself. All backsportspage.com. Wayne has his own profile there, too. He doesn't realize it, but it's there. So, <laughs> so. What's my profile? I feel left out now. <laughs> you want a profile? Yeah, I want a profile. See you on my podcast next week, buddy. It's like, listen, <laughs> angry Spanish guy. Don't talk to him. <laughs> You're laughing, but my buddy Jose's Twitter handle, Angry Jose. I put him that way. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. Alrighty. So to close out the show, we are talking about the main event of the evening. AEW Championship is on the line. AEW Champion John Moxley versus... MJF for the AW AEW title. Um, listen, they can go a couple different ways here. I'm not too sure. I'm leaning. Oh, this is a tough one to call. I'm leaning. Um, maybe sixty to seventy-five percent. John Moxley wins here. Um, uh, MJF stood tall majorly on Dynamite the night before. Uh, him and Warlow, uh, responsible for bleeding. Uh, beating John Moxley to a bloody pulp. So that's how Dynamite goes off the air on uh, Wednesday night. MJF stands tall. Logic booking would have it that John Moxley should escape uh, with the win. However, during this match, John Moxley's paradigm shift is banned. Uh, so, M, who do you got? Oh, man. 100% Moxley. As much as I like him to lose the belt, I just don't see it. Uh, I want MJF to be the champion. I, I, I think he's the future of this company. I just don't see them uh, committing tomorrow. Uh, not tomorrow, uh, Saturday, now that I think about it. <laughs> you know what? In 45 minutes, will be tomorrow. Yeah, right? So I, I just don't see it. So in 48 hours, is it? Uh, I, I don't see him walking out with the belt. Moxley all the way. 
Uh, and then, like you said earlier, they'll they'll probably either set him up for for uh, Cage, which was my pick, and uh, or uh, Archer, which was your pick. So I I, yeah. I, I don't. Yeah, I you know what? There's got to be a way. Just like when they um, had Cage lose to Moxley a couple months ago, they have to find a way for Moxley to beat MJF and MJF to still look strong, and put him in situations where he's going to be be able to contribute in a, in a big way. I really do. Uh, I don't. I don't see Moxley losing it. MJF is still a young kid. I think it's going to. <laughs> I think it's. <laughs> it's uh, I'm sorry. It's just that's too funny. Um, I think that uh, MJF's future is bright. I think he'll be a champion at some point, but just not yet. He's not ready yet. So. He doesn't need it now. He's just 24 years old. He's got a long career ahead of him. You know he's the future. The only thing that that concerns me is when Justin Incredible was talking on his show, episode 25. For those of you that are uh, that are watching, shameless uh, plug for episode 25 when we had Justin Incredible on, saying that there could be rumblings of talks of maybe MJF uh, between MJF and WWE. So at some point. You're gonna have to kind of put the belt on MJF, and you know what? Uh, he he's been running with his heel role as best as anybody in the business right now. Agreed. Yeah. And I'm going. To, I'm going to play devil's advocate, and I'm going to say that MJF gets the win here. I what? love I love his heel work. I've if you read my another shameless plug, my AEW reviews on Backsports page, <laughs> I have constantly praised MJF. I think he is, as we've known, as we've said, you know, the future of the business. Even Tony Khan mentioned it today in his media call. I love his heel work. I love his his mic skills. I think his in-ring work is great. And I really do think, you know, you get to the point where MJF we see the it's it's almost stereotypical you know this move is banned the spear is banned you know whatever is banned and that person always finds a way to win somebody needs to win where that move is banned man like i'm telling you where when somebody has to completely change their wrestling style they can't use their finisher that should be an advantage for the heel and they should they should take you know the, don't want to use the same word but they should take advantage of that they should get the win and so you know we want Talk about strapping a rocket to these people. Moxley's great. Moxley's, again, another one of those big names that isn't going to lose his spot in the card. He's always going to be one of the main event guys. And he has a lot of people that he can work with that I'd be interested in seeing him work with. But MJF, he's just got so much talent and so much charisma, and they've strapped a rocket to him, and they've given him such great, you know, the campaign segments. Oh, man. those that What a great way, you know, to make it kind of current in what's going on in the world. What a great you know, way to give him even more of a heelish turn. I mean, with the the people that he has around him, you know, making fun of the girl for not smiling and stuff. It's just great stuff. And I, I love I love MJF, and I really do think he's going to get the win here. I really hope you're right. Uh, and, you know, they made MJF look very strong, by the way. Yeah. Very strong. Like, exactly, it was a different yeah. side of MJF we haven't seen. Well, yeah, I think with MJF going off the air this past week, looking that strong, that goes what I was saying before. They need to find a way to make him still strong, even in defeat. And maybe, just maybe, I didn't like what happened at the end of Revolution on how they just went away from Cody and MJF the, like that. Maybe they will learn from that 
and find a way to maybe push off the title match, whoever the new number one contender is going to be, and keep MJF in that mix. It doesn't hurt to make it a triple threat match every once in a while. Let me uh, interrupt really quick. MJF is campaigning right now. He's he's on he's on a campaign. Why are you making it sound like it's an actual campaign? I'm trying to- <laughs> <laughs> he's running for president. He's in the middle of a <laughs> mutant. You no, he's messing. He needs now, every vote that he can get. This is a now, very important race here. This is campaign season. This is and, like the-, pre- the presidents are running for election in November. What if MJF loses uh, this Saturday night and he continues on with the gimmick of the campaign throughout until the uh. next pay per view where he wins the title? But think of all the electoral college votes he could get if he wins on Saturday. <laughs> this, this is not like the WWWF back when Mr. Zipman <laughs> Sr. and Vince other board Vince of directors, Vince. they all have to vote. I think we should vote Ric Flair as champion, and everybody has to vote on it, too. This ain't that, man. It's not it's like that. a jury. Yeah. Like, does uh, does MJF, does, uh, does uh, Wardlow get involved? Yeah. Definitely. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Does he get involved in the outcome, like maybe throwing in a towel? No, maybe. so MJF doesn't take the defeat clean. I, yeah. I I think the throwing in the towel thing is something that you can only use every so Everyone. often. Yeah, and it, I just I don't. AEW has gone to that well twice it, already. Exactly, like, two of the last five pay per views. Yeah, two twice too many. Honestly, exactly. I think I think that's something that you know, if if Warlow was to cost MJF, it would be you know something with the ref. I just. If if MJF doesn't win this match, it's going to be from interference from Wardlow costing him. I think we could see a Wardlow MJF, you know, kind of uh, slow burn. Slow burn. Yeah, that's what I was going for. Because, like you said, we have that somebody's getting a future title shot, and if it's Lance Archer or Darby Allen or even somebody, you know, I didn't even think about it. Eddie Kingston is kind of a sleeper pick. I think he could be somebody who could. Really benefit from a from a win here. Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, how, do we, how do we not mention his name? His name was brought up uh, earlier. Yeah, I'd be good with that. Eddie Kingston could. I mean, why not him versus Moxley? Give me, yeah, give me, give me. It would give it'd give a lot of credibility to this, the stable that he's trying to build. No, that would be cool, man. Like, but one thing I wanted to mention, and uh, here's a scenario. So. The paradigm shift is, is banned. Wardlow hits the ref at some point, and uh, Moxley knocks uh, Wardlow off the apron, and paradigm shift uh, wakes up the ref, and he wins. You know, that, that's something that could set up that slow burn you were talking about. So something like that. That that I, I'm seeing interference, but it's gonna it's gonna cost them. Yeah, I'm just. I'm just so tired of, you know, like we saw it in the other company a lot of times with, you know, somebody gets their move banned and they they find a way to win. I want to see the heel, you know, use that to their advantage and and take, you know, whatever it means, you know, whether that, you know, with if there's a ref bump where he hits the paradigm shift where the ref's down and then Wardlow gets in and attacks him and they do, you know, a double team move to where MJF wins or something like that. That would be great. I feel like there's just so many times where we see that where somebody gets a finisher or gets some move banned and they f- still they, find a way to win. And I just, at some points, you know, the heels got to, got to come out on top. You know, what's funny is that you mentioned that and new Japan, I hate to bring it up. <laughs> new Japan had a match like that. Uh, what was it last week where, uh, 
it was Despero El Desperado and somebody else. And um, Yuji Nagata, I think it was. And uh, he couldn't wow. use his finisher. Nobody can use his, their finisher. And he used his finisher and got disqualified. And <laughs> El Desperado <laughs> It's great. Uh, you know that that kind of reminds me of back in the day, uh, and I, I know M, you're probably gonna cringe, but it's a good example that when you had Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Dude Love, you had Vince McMahon out there as uh, the ringing a bell, I guess. Uh, yeah. You had Pat Patterson, uh, and then the other guy, um, Gerald Briscoe. Yeah, Gerald Briscoe, basically running the outside referee, uh, the one ringing the bell, and Vince McMahon said, "You're screwed, Austin. You're screwed." <laughs> and sure enough, we see Steve Austin come out on top. So we've seen scenarios like this. You make a really good uh, point, Tommy. How they're kind of stacking the odd against him a little bit, and. Uh, you know he'll uh, overcome. I, yeah, I, I'm I'm looking for Moxley to win here, but I'm definitely uh, seeing a, a return match maybe November unless they have a plan for uh, Hangman Omega. Um, what do you think? Um, I don't see Hangman or, and Omega in in November. If anything, maybe in two, in 2021. Oh, okay. As far as like a title title shot. Yeah, I I'd probably yeah. see uh, Omega in the title picture sometime around then. Gosh, that would that I would make sense. Hope. Yeah, I mean, it's, listen, twenty twenty has been crap. So it's like, <laughs> let's just talk it up. And, and, well, and I mean, part. we've we've got we've had some great AEW stuff in the midst of all this. I mean, but life in general kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah. New world is not cool, man. I don't like this. <laughs> it's like uh, up is down, down is up. <laughs> oh, man. Already, Deep Six Pro Wrestling Podcast fans, that pretty much wraps up our prediction show. All Out, this is it. All Out is in uh, just about 41 hours from now, 8 p.m. Saturday night. I will be watching. We will be coming to you with uh, a, a post-show on Sunday discussing the madness that took place the night before, which will be this Saturday. But in the meantime... That wraps up episode 35 already. Wow. Week 19. We start week 20. We well, technically, we start week 20 on uh, Sunday. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, is is moving along, guys. Moving along. Uh, M, thank you so much for hopping on tonight, Randy and uh, Tommy. Thank you so much for hopping on. Uh, for those of you that are watching, please, 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 please be sure to subscribe to the Deep Six uh, Pro Wrestling Podcast YouTube channel. Share with your friends. I know each and every single one of you guys that are watching this right now or will be watching this or listening have friends that watch wrestling. Share it. Give us a share. Yeah. Have and fun also give us a review. Give us a review. Gentlemen, thank you so much for hopping on. And uh, that wraps up our show. Thank you for having us, dude. Yeah, thanks for having thanks, us. Thanks for having us, brother.